Hi there, I'm talking to you. Yes, you. My name is Sherry, my pup's name is Sunny, and we're training to be an animal-assisted counseling team. You are listening to the Therapy Dog Talk podcast, the show that interviews past, present, and future therapy dog teams about how they're making an impact in their communities. Today we're talking with Maddie about her goals for animal-assisted social work with her toy golden doodle, Jovi how she knew that her other dog, Millie, would not enjoy the work, and what it was like to work with crisis dogs. We'll discuss how her training journey has been so far, what she looked for when bringing home Jovi, and how she found out about the animal-assisted social work certificate she pursued. Before we hop in, if you're just getting started on your therapy dog journey and feeling a bit lost, I've put together a free guide for you, which you can find on my website at freeguide.therapydogtalk.com. Without further ado, meet Maddie and Jovi. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. So for those who don't know you, would you like to introduce yourself and your friend there? Just kind of let us know where you're at and what you're up to. So my name's Maddie and this is Jovi. And Hi, Jovi. She's about <laughs> five and a half months now okay. and I'm training her to be a therapy dog. So exciting. And whereabouts are you all based? We're in central New York. Nice. And you actually have a mental health background as well, right? Yes, I'm also a social work student getting my master's right now. And then over the summer, I got my animal-assisted social work certificate. So that's why I got Jovi, so I could use her with future clients and stuff like that. So exciting. Did you work with another dog when you were doing your certificate? Yes, I got the chance to work with a whole bunch of their crisis response dogs, so they're even more trained than therapy dogs, but the second time I went for the program in person, there was 20 of them, which was awesome, (laughs) so I got to work with a whole bunch of crisis response dogs. Okay, that's awesome. Oh, you have a fan. Tan Man says they love Maddie and Jovi. <laughs> my boyfriend and Jovi's dad. <laughs> oh, well, he better be a fan then. Hi, Jovi's dad. How did you end up discovering the role of therapy dogs? Was that before you were interested in being a social worker or was it after? Well, it was kind of before. I had a friend who got a therapy dog for her mental health. Not therapy dog, sorry. She got an emotional support animal. So I saw the benefits of animals with mental health. And then once I got accepted into my MSW program, one of my professors, he works with that organization that had the crisis response dog. So he told me about therapy dogs and I was like wait I could use a dog for my career I love dogs I want to work in mental health so that's awesome so I was like wait this is actually possible and I started researching it and everything I was like whoa this is a thing and he connected me with the person who was running the certificate program so that was really cool that's awesome and at the time you already had a dog right yes so I have Millie and we've had her for almost four years now in November but we adopted her and she's just not fit for therapy dog work she's not the biggest fan of other dogs so sometimes she can be a little leash reactive so she loves just sitting and being pet but she wouldn't pass the test (laughs) no I think that's important because not everyone understands that it's up to the dog too the dog has to enjoy the work it's not just about whether or not you want them to be a therapy dog exactly (laughs) 
people ask me that because obviously getting a puppy was expensive and they're like, well, you already had a dog. And I was like, I know it would have rather had used Millie because it would have saved me a lot of money. But yeah, she's just not fit for it. So when you were looking for Jovi, since it wasn't Millie's thing, what were you looking for? So I was kind of skeptical at first about going through a breeder just because I'm young and it's expensive. And I really was not very educated about breeders. So I was very skeptical and I didn't really trust anyone because there are so many puppy mills and everything out there. But the breeder that I found, she has therapy dog experience and some of her past dogs are now therapy dogs. I wanted someone who could help pick the best out of the litter that had the best characteristics. And then I want a small dog. I'm just a small dog person. And it's hard to find apartments around here that accept dogs. And if they do, there's weight limits. So she had to be small for that reason, too. <laughs> well, she's pretty small. How big do they think she's going to get? She's estimated to be a 10 to 15 pounds. And she's probably eight and a half now. Okay. But she's taller than Millie. She's got those long poodle legs. Yes, she's got the long legs. And Millie has the short, stubby legs. And what kind of doodle is she? She's a toy golden doodle. Okay. And how are her and Millie getting along? They are like best friends now, but it took a couple months. It took 13 days exactly for Millie to actually play with her for the first time. And then after that, she didn't play with her for like another couple weeks. I feel like Jovi kind of pushed her buttons, but in a good way, it brought out the puppy in her. So she, yeah. would, Jovi would be on the floor because she couldn't get on the couch at the time. So she was trying to get Millie's attention who was on the couch and then Millie <laughs> started playing. So now they do that probably four times a day. <laughs> They're really good friends now. That's so cute. I love that. That's probably so good for Millie because it gets her to exercise more than she probably yeah. did on her own. Yeah. <laughs> that was one thing. You know, she does well with other dogs that she likes. When she likes them, she'll play with them. Yeah. Obviously, I don't want to rush the process, but I was waiting for that moment when she was, oh, okay, we can be friends. <laughs> for sure. What do you think Jovi will enjoy about being a therapy dog? Do you know yet? She definitely loves people. She really likes belly rubs. And that was one of the first things that stood out to me. The breeder, the different tests, temperament tests, and one of them was putting them on their back and seeing how they responded. And she stayed on her back she wasn't trying to get off of her back she'll go down for belly rubs willingly even with strangers she definitely loves people and attention yeah i love that on your account you share specifically why you're training certain things even training her to spin just because clients will enjoy asking her to spin and seeing her do it yes exactly What's your training program like? Like, are you training through a specific program or is someone guiding you? What's that look like? Yeah, so I'm training her myself primarily. And there's a local trainer who is also the observer slash tester for Alliance of Therapy Dogs for my okay. geographic location. And when I found out that she also had like a private training business, she has a lot of experience and mm-hmm. she does like service dog work. She works with our local vet association. And does the therapy dog stuff so the first thing we start out with was just the basic class that she had which was recall and sit and stay and come and everything and then eventually she can help with more of the therapy dog testing things and then she'll be the one that I go to for the actual testing to see if we pass as a therapy dog team so I just like that she knows exactly what to set us up for because she's the tester for it yeah definitely and then you're also doing some classes at Petco right that's where you were earlier I'm not doing classes at Petco but I was talking with the trainer to do the canine good citizen testing there. Oh, okay. That's why. And since the 
testing will be there for the CGC test. I want to get her used to that environment because yeah. it's different than like, our backyard or our house. Definitely. What made you decide on going with Alliance? It was primarily research. It's one of the biggest ones. And they had the tester in my area. They have multiple testers in my area. And the certificate program that I did, the person, her therapy dogs are registered through them. So she just recommended them. That's cool. Has anything surprised you yet in your journey with training her? Yeah, she's the first puppy I've had. And if I'm being honest, Millie didn't ever have like formal training. So I'm definitely not a dog trainer. But I did so much research and you can ask people I did so much research I had word documents and excel sheets and folders on my computer with all kinds of resources it didn't prepare me for a puppy there's still a lot of work and we've honestly gotten really lucky with her she sleeps all the way through the night it didn't take her long for her to be comfortable in her crate and everything so it could be a lot more difficult (laughs) with her but thankfully it hasn't been too difficult that's great yeah it's fun because no matter how much you prepare right at the end of the day you have to train the dog in front of you and that may or may not be a dog that's read the book on yeah that's one thing I have to remind myself like when we did go to Petco she does great with the stay she's done a hundred foot stay in our yard but then at Petco she didn't stay when I told her to stay she didn't stay because it's a new environment so I have to remind myself she's a puppy she's still learning so yeah what do you look forward to about being a therapy dog team with her it's so rewarding to see people their reaction to her so with the certificate program I did we had to run our own groups with some of the crisis response dogs and the group that we worked with were teenage boys that have a criminal background and that's a tough group to work with and they definitely did not want to open up to a young woman why would they they didn't know me but having the dog there by the end of it they were raising their hand to participate in everything and they were excited about the dogs and asking questions so Just seeing the benefit that it can bring is so rewarding. (laughs) That's great. I know you mentioned that you worked with crisis response dogs and that they were different from therapy dogs. How are they different? So they have more intensive training. So to become a crisis response dog, it's through an organization called HOPE. I honestly am not sure what it stands for, but it's a national organization. And they have to be a therapy dog for at least a year. So they have to become a therapy dog and then have practice being a therapy dog for one year. And then I think they need another year in the crisis response training. So they have to be at least two years old. Most of them get takes a while for the training because it is so intense. Like some of the dogs that we were working with, it was right after the, I think it was a grocery store shooting in Colorado. Mm. And one of those teams, they flew out there, building crops in Florida. Another one had just been there, so they really have to be trained for, like, really intense environments. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot that they have to be used to. Is that something that you're interested in doing with Jovi, or is it different from the type of work you're wanting to do with her? I think it's probably different just because it is pretty intense. And to my surprise, I guess not to my surprise, it makes sense. The teams with the handler and dog, they have to pay for all the travel and everything. Right now, at least, or in the near future, I probably couldn't afford that. And I don't want to be leaving my new job as a new hire and be like, oh, sorry, I have to leave right now with no notice. Yeah. So it was that volunteer work then with the crisis dogs were doing? Okay. Yeah. Yep. And it's great. It's a really great cause. 
cause. It would be awesome maybe in the future. It seemed like most of the Pandlers were older, retired people. So mm-hmm. maybe later on in my life, but for now, just the therapy dog stuff. Were they larger dogs or were there some smaller dogs too? There was a huge range. So there was a tiny Yorkie that was four pounds okay. and there was a 160 pound Leonberger. There were actually three of those the second time I went. One of them had three legs, but they ranged between 140 to 160 pounds. So there was quite a range. <laughs> yeah, that is a big range for sure. Well, I don't want to keep you too long, but is there any advice you have for someone who's interested in becoming a therapy dog team? Definitely research as much as you can. I did so much reading and everything. I found with Joby's Instagram account, I started it because I just really enjoy sharing about the whole process and everything. And I found a lot of benefit with pages like yours and therapy dog specific pages. So I'm trying to follow as much of those as I can, but they're kind of hard to find. Obviously not every dog is a therapy dog, but yeah, definitely research and look into different testing that the breeder can do or the rescue can do. It has to be the right fit and personality type for the dog. You can't just force to do therapy work. So you want to make sure that the dog's actually going to enjoy it before you get the dog or before you decide I want to pursue therapy dog work. Yeah, definitely. I think that's so important. And I love that you recognize that with Millie, that it just wouldn't be the right fit for her. I mean, you could do all the temperament testing in the world and still find out that it's not right for that dog. I know one of the things I talked with Barbara about was there were dogs in their program that weren't ready until a couple years later. And then there's other dogs that they only want to do it for a couple years. And then they're like, I'm done. So you just... Yeah, you just really don't know. And a huge part of that therapy dog work is learning about your dog and understanding. (laughs) It might even be that a specific day isn't good for them, even if they're generally enjoying the work. And we really have to be able to read that because it's your job to protect your dog. Because for one, it's your job to protect your dog. But for two, if they're not having a good day, that's going to impact the people they're supposed to be helping as well. Right. I interned at a school last semester and one of the teachers had her own therapy dog and she didn't bring him in every day because that's just too much to do eight hours like dogs sleep most of the day so having an eight hour school day or whatever six hours or however long it is she had certain days that the dog would come but the other days it's still a dog it wants to have fun and relax so you can't working all the time and there were days when she was like sorry guys she couldn't come in today she just wasn't having a good day so definitely really important to be able to recognize that yeah Well, good luck to you and Jovi. I look forward to continuing to follow your journey. It's been really fun to see how you guys are progressing. Thank you. I appreciate that. (laughs) I've been so excited to be able to share with her account. I wasn't planning on it, but I was like, this is just so much fun. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, I know that's something we talked about because you were primarily posting from your business account, Millie Girl Merch. Um, For those who don't know, I know you're way back to Palm Bandana orders anyway. I'm almost caught up on like Wednesday. I'll be fully caught up on those sale orders. I'll be sure to tag it in the video then so people can go restock your, your backlog. But yeah, I remember because you really were growing your business to raise money for Jovi. And then once yeah. you had her, we talked about what would it be like to have an account focused really on her training journey. I'm really excited, selfishly, personally, that you did that because I really enjoy seeing all of the content that you put out there now about her journey. Thank you. Yeah, I use my business to help pay for her and everything that she needs. So... Yeah, I think that's so smart. You know, not everyone can do that, but you figured out how to make it happen. So that's great. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Millie.
Maddie. Have a good rest of your day. Thanks, you too. Thank you for having us. Of course. Talk to you later. Bye. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of Therapy Dog Talk. If you did, please do me a favor and leave a review and rating on the podcast platform of your choice. If you have a guest that you think would be a great fit for Therapy Dog Talk, send me an email at hello at therapydogtalk.com. Thank you so much, and we'll see you next week.